Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness, with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. Hope and Healing takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, man of purpose himself, and your host for the evening, Mr. J.R. Dickler. Download the app. 
It'll come right to your phone, and it will allow you, that's right, at any given time to go and listen. You go right there to shows, and you can hear archives of any show, tonight's show, and any show that we've done since we've been on this network. And so that is something that we're excited about. We invite you to be a part of it tonight, and we're excited to have you. And so um, once again, you can download it. Go to your app store. Go to Soul America Radio. Go, that's right, put in Soul of America Radio and download that app. That app allows you to be able to, at any given time, go there and listen to any program from time past, uh, and uh, you're going to be very glad that you did. Now, those of you that are listening, once again, for the very first time, there's a few ways that this show is connected to so many things. As a matter of fact, this show, we have a, uh, we have a couple of Facebook pages that is connected with this page. One of the uh, pages is called Domestic Violence. It is your business. Domestic Violence is your business, an open group in which you can join. We're always glad to have people to join us on that show. But the other page is the page what uh, I want to really spend some time with tonight is our Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship page. This page is very important. This page has been uh, just an uplifting. It's been a blessing. We just celebrated our first anniversary with this particular page, Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship page. And uh, it's a page of uplift, it's inspiration, it's always sharing testimonies, uh, sharing praise reports, sharing songs, and it has been a staple inside of really what I consider really the uh, positive side of social media and a non-drama-free place where uh, one is able to really go and be inspired. But tonight, inside of all that, as we share about this page, it leads us to think about one of our beloved members of this page, and we want to dedicate this show tonight to our beloved member and administrator, Miss Diane Walker. Diane Walker was a faithful member of Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship page. i never forget when Diane joined. Diane joined very early on in the process. And uh, from the moment she joined, she was always enthusiastic, always posting something uplifting, always good morning, always checking in. And Diane left us. She transitioned from, from earth to glory on last week. And uh, I am still in a state of shock, as most of our Destiny by Choice 2 family is. But I want to dedicate this show tonight to Diane. And not only do I want to dedicate this show to Diane tonight, I want to say this, that even on next Monday, we're looking forward to being able to pull up some of the archives of Diane actually on the show uh, and some of the things. We actually spent a lot of time this evening trying to find it, but I did not have a mark particularly with which guests or which callers call in. But I promise you, we will have those excerpts because Diane was always full of passion, full of life, always shared, and it was a great thing tonight. So tonight's show is a very powerful show. We have a great show tonight. We also have a very special guest uh, who is scheduled to be with us, and we moved her from last week to this week and before uh, Diane's passing, but we're going to have a very special guest, and I think she'll fit right in tonight with what, where we're going. Uh, she's the author of Poetic Storms, My Journey Toward Peace. Uh, Ms. Stephanie R. Josie is going to be our guest. Very important. She's going to discuss her book and that, that journey, and uh, she'll be on with us too. Uh, she's going to be coming on a little later on. But tonight I want to open up this show tonight in our tribute to Diane Walker. Area code 323-784-9638, that's how you reach us. If you'd like to call in right now, may have a comment or that you might want to leave or share with us about Diane Walker and what she what she meant and uh, just her whole, uh, the whole aura of who she was 
uh, tonight. Uh, that's the line you want to call. Area code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight, and simply hit the number one on your keypad. That lets our engineer know that you want to have a question, you want to have a comment, you want to say something. So I want to bring you on tonight inside of that. And I'm just getting everything straight right here because we have callers on, and I'm going to bring bring you on as you come because uh, Diane was one that I I personally just really I enjoyed Diane in every sense of the word. She's always full of life, always full of life, always uh, shared greatly, and she was always just so willing to do what she could. And I'll share more stories as we go. But we have a caller I want to bring on, and I know this person knows her very well. And not only does she knows her very well, uh, she spent a lot of time. Matter of fact, it was her connection that actually um, was a part of very instrumental in Diane being a part of this show. And uh, tonight I want to bring on uh, tonight Hope and Healing um, uh, to Indy Harlem herself. Good evening, Indy. How are you tonight? Um, good evening, Pastor Jay. Um, I'm okay in, in spite of us losing our beloved Diane. Um, like you said, she was just a wonderful, wonderful person, always willing to help, to pitch in. And um, like you said, she was just so full of life. Um, in spite of, you know, her health issues, she always tried to be there for DVC too, um, to the point it came, I said, you know, she came to me and said that she needs to take a break um, to focus more on her health. And that's what I encouraged her to do. Don't worry about DBC too. The most important thing is your health. Um, this weekend, um, we got the news of her passing. Um, it was shocking and um I'm I'm just still um, kind of mourning um, over her death. Um, I've never met Diane personally. Um, we actually met on Facebook through another group um, on roll call, ironically. Um, we met during the time where um, when her husband passed away, during the same time when Houston passed away. Um, and she just came on kind of, you know, reaching out, um, and I reached, you know, and I connected with her, and from that point on, I mean, we were in constant communication um, via telephone, text, inbox, Facebook, um, and she kind of made you feel like you've known her forever. She did have Um, that effect. Yes, yes. Did um, and even when people came on to DVC too, um, she just welcomed them, um, and she made everyone so comfortable. Um, so we really, really um, will miss her. And um, I mean, I know she's in a better place, but I mean, it's just it's just um, hard to deal with the fact that she's not there, and you know, and. It's just very hard to deal with. Um, I really appreciate you um, carving, you know, some time, you know, out of the broadcast today, um, you know, to just honor her because she was a great woman of God and um, we're, you know, everyone's going to miss her. 
you know, indeed, you, you say some things that are so important because, you know, when when uh, Diane joined uh, Destiny by Choice too, I mean, she hit the ground running. She did. Her yeah. post in the morning, always good morning, always upbeat. I could always look forward to that. Good morning, Pastor Jay. And then not only <laughs> that, uh, you know, uh, Diane always shared. She was always uplifting. Well, immediately Diane yeah. and I found out that we have a lot in common. Uh, my birthday was August 23rd. Hers, August 24th. And so, hey, we were cool there, you know. So we had that in common. But not only that, you know, Diane was always willing to share her story as related to the things that she had overcome and the the great uh, challenges that she had faced herself even as a young girl and a young woman. And her her comments uh, and her call was a great help to so many that were sharing. Matter of fact, I know that I've got to be close to one of her broadcasts because it was Diane sharing her story that prompted a whole, look like a slew of calls that came on after her. I do remember that particular broadcast because she was transparent she shared her challenges she shared the things she went through and uh it just it just it just opened up the floodgate for others to be able to have the confidence to talk and that's what she did but not only did diane do that i could still recall diane uh when uh when uh, my wife actually had the uh, SWAT show, that uh, prayer call yeah. would come on every Friday night, it was Diane mm-hmm. that oftentimes would be on it. She would be the main cheerleader, reminded everybody, don't miss it tonight. <laughs> you know, SWAT is on, don't miss it. And then even when the show was going on, I mean, this was 1130 at night, people, and Diane was up. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, uh, making sure that she was recording notes, she was posting notes on the page, and, you know, letting people know what it was. I mean, I would literally go back and review Diane's notes and learn more from the call from her notes than I did when I was on the call. I mean, she was that accurate. She was that thorough. And she was was that way. You know, and and those are the things I'm going to miss about her because, of fact, like yourself, I've never met Diane in person, but you couldn't Mm -hmm. tell it. You couldn't tell it because, in fact, no. it, it, it was just that connection. It was the connection that she had. Uh, she, you never met a stranger with her. She was she was excited about it. She loved sharing. Yeah. The joy of the Lord was her strength. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I feel like I've lost a family member. I feel that yeah. way. Uh, when I got the news, uh, I felt that way. That's the reason why we immediately reached back out to you know uh, you know to all the members out there to let them know that we have lost a family member. We have lost a sister, you know, and Diane was influential in so many ways because through Diane, her family members, uh, many of them and friends became a part of Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship. And even as we're talking, and I pray that so many of you are listening tonight as we uh, definitely made it uh, known that tonight's show was dedicated in her honor and her memory. But I ask you that you will continue on, uh, honor her memory, honor her legacy and things. I ask that you continue on with us at Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship and everything because Diane was that type of person. She, I mean, uh, like you said, I mean, she would go the last mile of the way to do whatever she could to, uh, you know, make sure that things went well, to make sure that things flowed well. And that's what I, 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 I'm going to miss about her. I'm going to miss her comments. I'm going to miss her joy. I'm going to miss her excitement. Uh, I, I'm going to miss that because she was always about that. I mean, uh, you could you could hardly tell that Diane was or had any uh, health challenges at all uh, when you would hear her talk because she was so passionate. 
Yes. She was passionate, mm-hmm. and she always went forth that way. And uh, we're going to miss her. We are going to miss Diane. And um, you know, and um, you know, and I appreciate you so much, uh, Nick, uh, indeed, for doing what you do. You, you, you. I mean, you were able to uh, get that together. I asked that, you know, and you were a creative one, and uh, to be able to do the tribute that is on the page and and uh, the, the collage with the pictures and things. I think it's so. It, it is so. Um, uh, telling and, and, and uh, you know as we honor her and so um, like yourself once again we extend our condolences and our prayers out to yeah. all the family members and all the members of, of, of Destiny by Choice too and all the family members of, of Diane Walker and um, you know I just ask those of you that may be listening on the line desire to have something to say I desire to pay tribute to her uh, please uh, uh, call in Erico three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That's how you can get in. Hit the number one on the keypad, and we'll get you right in. Um, and uh, we'd really appreciate that. Everything, uh, Indy. I don't know if you have another memory you want to share. You definitely can hang along with us and everything, and just kind of co-host with us tonight, if you would. Uh, uh, but we definitely actually, won't. I'm usually there on the. I'm sorry, I'm usually there on the page and, and posting information. Mondays are like my most busiest day um, of the week. So I'm actually driving on my way home. Not even, I have not even reached home yet. But um, I definitely just wanted to, you know, just stop and just, um, you know, call into the show and just, um, just to thank you for allowing us to, you know, to honor such a wonderful woman. Um, and, um, you know, just to you know, again, the you know condolences to the family, and um, you know we just love her and we'll we'll miss her. Um, it was definitely Saturday. We actually shut down BBC Two, um, you know, in her honor. There was just no way I could just continue on hosting after having heard the you know the news. So um, again, thank you, and I, I just hope everyone calls in. And um, and share their their story and and um, share with us how she touched their lives um, because she touched mine in, in a very big way. So. Um. And I and I, I, I concur with you. I concur and definitely you know I, I you know it's funny I I went uh, looking at a her page, her uh, Facebook page, mm-hmm. and it was interesting as I look back through some of it, uh, just some of her comments, she, you know, she loved the family. <laughs> she definitely loved the family. And I was looking at some <laughs> of her comments about family members, and she talked about the undeniable genes, you know, <laughs> you know, in the family, the good-looking people in the family. Yeah. You know, and, uh, her, her personality was just that way. She was, I mean, she, uh, she was a person, she was happy, she was proud, she loved the people, she loved the family, and uh, uh, and that's who she was. That's who she was. She was that type of individual, and I really appreciate her. And uh, and uh, definitely, we honor her memory tonight. And uh, and for each of you that would that desire to um, to honor her memory tonight, feel free to do so. Uh, once again, you can call area code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That's how you can reach us. Hit number one on the keypad that lets our engineer know that you want to get on the air. You listen to Hope and Healing: A Journey to Wholeness. This is J.R. Thicklin, and we're going to be right. We're going to be right back right after this commercial break.
If you're listening on the internet, you're probably looking at a series of advertisements all over your screen. Please click one of them because when you click one of those advertisements, you're helping us to bring you the best in soulful talk radio right here on SOAR. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the soul of America Radio. The following is an actual 911 call made by a child witnessing parental domestic Journey to Wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And welcome back to Hope and Healing, a journey to heal wholeness. Uh, this is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you join us here tonight, right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. From coast to coast, every Monday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, you can reach us here on the Soul of America Radio Network. And uh, tonight we have a very special show, the special show, it's a tribute show in memory of uh, our beloved uh, member and uh, family and administrator on our Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship, Miss Diane Walker. And as well as we have tonight that's going to be joining us very shortly, uh, our special guest tonight, uh, Mrs. Uh, Stephanie R. Josie. She is the author of Poetic Storms, My Journey Towards Peace. And uh, Stephanie is going to share with us about her book and really what that means, that journey that she overcame and the things that she came through, uh, those poetic storms there. Uh, so if you'd like to get in tonight, uh, those of you that are listening by way of the phone, area code 323-784-9638, that's how you get in. If you'd like to have a comment, a desire to get on, simply hit the number 1 on your keypad. That lets our engineer know that you want to get on and we'll get you on the airway. Uh, Andy, you're you're back on the line with me and everything. One thing I well, I know there's a real affinity that is there as well because, uh, uh, you know, when we think about uh, when we think about uh, Diane, Diane was a New Yorker, 
uh, as well. And I tell you, uh, I mean, Diane uh, definitely had a lot of people that was influenced by her. They became part of Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship as well. And uh, there's so many great things that we can say about her. And uh, we have some other people on the line, and I'm going to bring them on the line even now. Uh, a number ending in 3258, number ending in 3258, uh, we're so glad to have you. Good evening. You're on the line with J.R. Thicklin, Hope and Healing. Hello, Carla. Hello, how are you? Hi, how are you tonight? I'm well. This is Pamela Terrell. I'm a member of the DBC group. Yes, Pamela, how are you? And I thought it would be robbery. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not used to radio. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, but hey, we're Pamela. glad to have you. Go right Hi. ahead. We're glad to have you. I, um, I don't have a big story to tell, but I thought it would be robbery if I didn't call and say anything on Miss Diane Walker's behalf. When I joined, I joined um, BBC about um, two, I don't know how long ago, like six months ago, six months, maybe a little under a year ago. Um, normally when you join these groups on Facebook, they, you know, you just grow, you just join the group and, you know, they just leave it. You don't, nobody come back and talk to you. But when I joined this group, it was different. It was totally different. Miss Diane made me feel so welcome. Like, it's like she, it was like my long lost auntie. I'm like, do this lady know me? Like, is she my auntie or something? Because that's how welcome she made me feel. And when I found out about her passing, it was just very, very devastating. And for us to never have met her in person, none of us to have met her in person, and to, for her to have this uh, impact on our life, it tells a lot about her. You know, it just, it just tells Absolutely. so much about her life, her character, and everything. You know, you, you said a mouthful, Pamela, because the fact, you're, you're right, even when you said that, the fact that you felt welcomed by her, she engaged with you, she was that way, and, and that's what is crazy about it. I mean, it's amazing. It's, a, it's a, an amazing testimony because, you know, even I will share with someone about, I was saying, well, I have a show tonight. We're going to spend some time honoring one of our members that passed. And uh, and so uh, it was interesting, and the dialogue was saying, well, where are they from? And I'm like, she's from New York and everything, and, you know, and they was asking questions, and, and all of a sudden, the more I talked, I then had to remember, I've never met her before in my life in person, but her impact and her has touched in such a way that you couldn't tell it. You could not tell it because, in fact, uh, that, that was her personality. She reached out. She was that type of person. She engaged, and, and that's who she was. And, you know, and I'm so glad that you called in because, of the fact, that's, that is really what it's all about. You know, I often say that when we live our lives, we're going to live our lives in a way that we leave an impression, but we leave an impact and an imprint on others. And that's exactly what she's done to so many of us that uh, are part of the uh, DBC2 Fellowship and uh I, I really appreciate you sharing, and please take time to share more if you like. Oh, uh, I also that's about sums it up. Hi, I'm sorry. Yeah, we about to say something, Indy. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, you're absolutely right. She she had that effect on everyone, and she also kind of, I think, challenged that stereotype of us, you know, pushing New Yorkers. Um, we are actually both from New York and actually from Harlem. Um, you know, which is a, you know, a place in New York, upper Manhattan. And um, she did, like, she just had that, that way about her. You felt like she was like um, an auntie, you know. So you're absolutely right, Pamela. And, that was, right. and that's the whole thing with, um, with Destiny by Choice. 
and roll call because we didn't want to be like um, any other group. Like Diane and I, we kind of, you know, had a vision how we wanted, you know, Destiny by Choice to be. Um, We were involved with other groups, and we just wanted it to be a different kind of place on Facebook, a place where people can come and feel comfortable. Um, And it's all about fellowship, and she definitely um, accomplished that with the new members coming on. I mean, she was right there greeting everyone and making everyone feel comfortable. So, yeah, I, I really appreciate you saying that. Yeah, she definitely did. I, I mean, I don't know how I found DBC too, but I'm glad I did. I, it, it changed my life. Amen. We're so glad. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you both said something that, that made me think about it. You know, Diane was less likely to hit a like, and she was more likely to give a comment. That's who she was, you know. You know, although you know it's a lot convenient, more convenient to just say like, 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 and nothing wrong with like. You know, I often say like is almost like an amen in the church, you know. So, but you know, Diane was the one that that kind of went beyond that. I mean, she would you would know. I mean, her good morning. It's like when she would go good morning, or she coming. It's like I could hear her voice, you know, literally saying, "Good morning, Pastor Jay. How are you doing?" Uh, just through so many things, I can recall uh, last October when my daughter was uh, involved in an accident, actually uh, uh, assaulted an accident. And, uh, you know, when that news got out, it, I mean, I can recall Diane reaching out to me just saying, you know, we're here for you, Pastor Jay. You're here for us always. And it was that type of move by her that she was on top of it and just letting, you know, offering her uh her prayer and her support, letting her know, hey, we're here for you, just like you've been here for us. And uh, and that was the thing about her. She was engaging like that. Uh, she definitely uh, was not a person who sat around and allowed things to happen without her having a part in it, and I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate those comments on uh, on your part as well, Pamela. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Wow, I tell you, you know, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing that when, you're, when your witness could make this type of impact, and that's what we're hearing tonight. You're listening to Hope and Healing, the Journey to Wholeness. Uh, this is J.R. Thicklin, and we're so glad that you've joined us tonight here on the Soul of America Radio Network. And uh, as we're taking these first uh, half of the show to give uh, uh, honor and, 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 uh, and tribute to uh, Diane Walker, uh, our our uh, Destiny by Choice Two Fellowship member, administrator, friend, and uh, as she's transitioned from this life to glory, we want to honor her memory here, and uh, that's what we want to do today. Uh, even today, I had opportunity to speak with the uh, the uh, founder of uh, uh, the founder and the CEO of uh, Solo America Radio Network, Mr. Tony Stallings, and you know uh, he could even he even had memories of Diane of being on, 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 on the show. He's had, uh, you know, he even remember, and even his remark was almost as if the fact that, man, you feel like you lost a family member. And that's exactly what it felt like, that, you, that you've lost a family member, and, and you have in so many ways. And so we continue to uh, pay tribute to her, uh, her personality, her outgoingness, her loving, uh, her loving God and loving God's people, and that's what it's about. You know, she shared stories about uh, domestic violence and abuse, and she shared, she shared the, tra- the, the travesty of it, but she also shared about the overcoming of it. And that's one of the things that I, I'll never forget about her because, in fact, she 
she shared in order to make a difference to others. And the whole thing was about how how she overcame and, and uh, what God did in her life to make it happen. And people, that's what it's all about. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. And, um, you know, and, and you that's know what, what we have to do. Uh-huh. Sorry. You know what's so interesting about that, Pastor Jay, is that I recall she and I having a conversation after um, after that broadcast where she opened up and shared, you know, her personal testimony, um, you know, that she had to deal with, with domestic violence. And, um, I mean, you know, she's, she's kind of, it's hard to believe, but she is, you know, private in a sense. Um, it's not something she said, even when she revealed that, like a lot of her family members, it was their first time hearing it. She said she didn't know what came over her, um, but she felt the need to, um, you know, to express, you know, her, her testimony, you know, hoping that it would help someone else who was listening. And that was the kind of person that she was, um, just always trying to help others. Um, and I just recall when we met and um, I had a full load. I was a, a full-time student and I used to call her my angel um, because she would say things like, well, you know what? It's important for you to go and, and, and handle your, you know, your school. Don't worry. Her words were, I got this, <laughs> you know, and she was just that kind of person, you know. Well, you know, it's, it's an awesome thing. Uh, you know, to be an encourager is a gift. Uh, the, um, everyone doesn't have the gift of exhortation and the gift of encouragement, and, and, and that is a gift, and that is something that she has uh, uh, definitely have, uh, demonstrated in, in the time that we've had to know her, and that's powerful. So, oh, my. Eric code 323-784-9638. Eric code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us tonight. You listen to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and we're so glad that you join us tonight. A very special tribute show, tribute show tonight in the honor and memory of uh, Diane Walker, uh, uh, a member of Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship, uh, an administrator uh, with this group, a friend to this group, a supporter to this group, an encourager to this group, and we will miss her. And uh, but I could say this, you know, the thing that brings it to, uh, that makes it so real, because I did get a chance to hear her, interview her, talk with her on the show, on the phone, and guess what? I could hear her voice. I could still hear that excitement in her voice, that encouragement that came from her. And uh, you know, people, I'm telling you, I, I continue to say that we have to live for something. You know, uh, we often say that if you're present, if you're present. Don't make a, If your presence did not make a difference, your absence won't neither. But in her case, her presence made such a difference that we can already feel her absence. We can feel her absence because, in fact, she uh, was such a strategic part of what we do and, and the purpose of the whole, the whole purpose of the uh, Destiny by Choice 2 fellowship page. So for many of you that are listening tonight, area code 323-784-9638, that is how you can reach us. And we're going to be right back after the break. We'll take more of your calls. Uh, you'll listen to Open Healing, a journey to hold it. They are six
via internet, you're probably seeing a series of advertisements. Please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in Soulful Talk Radio. Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship on Facebook is a spiritual, drama-free, judgment-free fellowship forum for light minds to share in encouragement through testimonies, scriptures, music, prayer, worship, and fellowship. It is our desire to be an oasis of hope in the midst of the deserts and wilderness of life's most challenging experiences. We welcome you for prayer requests as well as your testimonies as we collectively operate as thermostats changing life's experience through God's leading in His Word. Join us as we empower lives and shape destinies. That's Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship on Facebook. Through a search, you can find us. If you're listening via Internet and you want to speak to the host, Please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. I am Indy Harlem 2 and I am fighting the power on the Soul of America Radio. Worldwide Coast to Coast Talk Radio. This is the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Soar. And now back to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. back to Hope and Healing, a journey to hold us. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here tonight on the Soul of America Radio Network, and I hope you enjoyed the commercials there. Uh, absolutely uh, produced in-house there. Thank you once again to our president and CEO, the founder, uh, Mr. Tony Stallings, and to Indy Harlem uh, for all that you all are doing in order to reach and make the impact that is so needed inside of addressing the issues of not only domestic violence, but the issues of abandonment, loss, or rejection. And, um, you know, and when we talk about things, I think about those are subject matters that meant a lot to, um, to Diane Walker. Uh, those things meant a lot to her. Uh, people's uh, lives being made better, people's lives being made more secure, people um, having what they needed to make the decisions uh, to get out the strength and the support. And those things are very crucial in this plight. And uh, we're so glad to have had uh, those comments there. Um, you know, um, I think about uh, so much uh, that have, that have happened um, uh, over the last year, uh, a little bit over a year, and going on a year and a half with even the, uh, this radio show here, Hope and Healing, uh, celebrated our one-year anniversary in October. And just so much that have transpired over this period of time, and uh, and and the many people that have come through and have listened have been have been a part of this uh, show and has been a part of this. Uh, and uh, we're very fortunate. We're very blessed. Uh, 
we're very uh we're very blessed to have been a part of this and um and I'm just glad. I'm, I'm very happy about vision. I'm happy about uh, vision to make things happen because when it's all said and done, you know, there's no song that said if I could help somebody as I travel along life way, uh, then my living shall not be in vain. And uh, I say that epitomizes uh, Diane Walker that she's definitely has been a part of this vehicle both through uh, uh, Destiny by Choice to Fellowship as well as uh, her appearances on uh, this show, and she has made differences in her lives there, and uh, we do give tribute and honor to her tonight. Now, as we listen tonight, I go right ahead, Indy. Um, and I just want to say, um, nothing just happened, you know. Um, you know, to me, I just think it was a divine connection, um, you know, with Diane. Um, nothing just happens, you know, just out of the clear blue sky. And um, they say that, you know, you meet people for, what is it, a season, a reason? reason, A lifetime. Exactly. And um, as far as Diane, that was definitely a lifetime. I mean, she um, had such a strong impact on my life um, and on the lives of so many other people. And, um She'll just always remain in my heart, um, you know, and her family and my prayers. Absolutely. And, and, and definitely our prayers go out to her her family, her daughters, her brothers, her nieces and nephews, uh, to all of her family members. Definitely goes out to the Hargrove family and uh, all, all of you. Uh, that our prayers go out to you, and I pray that we, if you're not listening tonight, that we will be able to get a copy of this show to you, as if as as is all of our shows, uh, not only are streamed live, but they are <clears throat> archived as well. So we want you to make sure that you're able to get uh, to get a copy of this and um, put it with just your treasury and our, our, from us to you. Um, our salute to um, <clears throat> your loved one, Diane Walker. And once again, those of you that are listening, uh, we want to announce to you that uh, <clears throat> you can actually download the app. That's right. This is new, brand new. The app for Solo America Radio. Simply by going to your app store. If you're with, uh, of course, if you're with iPhone, the Apple, you can go there and, and download it. If you uh, have an Android phone, whether it's uh, Samsung or whatever, go to your app store and you can download uh, this app. It is Soul of America Radio app, and that will uh, allow you to have that right at your fingertips on your phone. You can go right there to shows, a category that says shows, and you can listen back to every show that we have broadcast, and not only this show, but other shows on this uh, Solo America Radio Network, which brings me to the fact that every Tuesday night, that's right, you can listen to the Tony Stallings Show, the Tony Stallings Show, every Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Central. So once again, that's 9 o'clock p.m. for those of us on the Eastern Time Zone. You can call in on the same number. You can go right to the same. Uh, you can go right to the uh, Internet, www.soloamericaradio.com. And you can listen in to the Tony Stallings show. Now, Tony's show is always 
dealing with cutting edge things. It's dealing with the it's dealing with the recent uh, the most recent uh, issues that are going on in society. A lot of the controversial things that are going on in society. Uh, he addresses many subject matters. Most recently, uh, he had a very interesting show in addressing the sole issue with the uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, he's had shows that address many of the other things uh, that are on the cutting edge. So uh, you want to listen in. Uh, uh, definitely program your phone or program your calendar. I remind you every Tuesday night, Tuesday night uh, at eight o'clock p.m. Central Time, which is nine o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern Time uh, for the Tony Stalling Show. And uh, as you listen to that, uh, you're going to be able to catch him on Friday, on Sundays as well. With uh, he's got a show that he's dealing with called The Faith. I think it's the faith room. I'll have that exactly what it's called here in just a second. But it's another show that has come on and on the Soul of America Radio Network, and you don't want to miss it. And so you want to definitely be a part of those things. There are great things that are happening here on the Soul of America Radio Network. Eric code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That is how you reach us here today. Uh, it's called The Faith Life. That's what the name of the show is. It's called The Faith Life. And you can reach us, uh, uh, reach him there every Sunday. We'll be getting times out to you. But definitely catch him on the Tony Stalling Show every Tuesday, uh, Tuesday evening. That's 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central Time. And uh, uh, interact with a very highly uh, entertaining and engaging empowering show. That's what you're going to get each and every and if you didn't get the information, I mean, I've I've already pulled over in my car now just to um, um, to be involved in this in this conversation and this honor and this tribute to um, to Diane Walker. Um, but um, this evening or um, tomorrow, I will definitely get the information. Um, for um, Tony's show and post the information in Destiny by Choice too, so you'll definitely have it there. And, uh, and we're so grateful for that. And I want to announce here that uh, uh, definitely uh, we have both Indy and Tony are working very diligently, and we're going to be uh, uh, definitely continuing this tribute to Diane Walker. Uh, uh, he's locating the audio even as we uh, speak. And we're gonna we're gonna be able to post it. We're gonna be able to post it on the page, as well as um, we're going to do something very special there to honor her memory uh, as well. And so, uh, those of you that are listening on the line, Erico three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That is how you reach us. That's how you come on the show today, and uh, we'd love to have your calls and and throughout tonight. Uh, you know, you can still call in. You can still have your comments. Um, I'm going to get ready to bring on our guest, a special guest here, and I, I, I tell you, it just goes to show you, even inside of our guests finding out about Diane's passing, uh, reached out to me today and uh, definitely offered her condolences, and she said, I didn't know her, but definitely from what I can tell, she made great impact, and she was a great woman, and so she is, and, and that is the thing that uh, that when your life reaches beyond just who you are, uh, that is, those are the things that happen. So as we get ready to do so, and we we still welcome your comments and your uh, your tribute to Diane as well as we move forward inside of the show tonight. I want to get ready to welcome here in just a moment here our special guest uh, is Miss Stephanie R. Josie. She's the author of Poetic Storms: My Journey Through Peace, and here's a book that I think you can find and get on even Amazon here. And uh, 
this uh, book, uh, Poetic Psalms, chronicles Stephanie's journey from the pain and torment she kept hidden to a life of peace and harmony. And so she's ready to share with the world and uh, in a courageous efforts to uh, uh, to take the sting out of the needless stigma or shame and publicly renounce her silence. Stephanie poetically shares her testimony of healing. And uh, we're so very grateful to have her here tonight. And I, uh, I want us to put our hands together. I know where we are, <laughs> wherever you may be, and uh, we're going to actually welcome Stephanie R. Josie to the show. Good evening, Stephanie. Welcome to the show, and thank you for being on with us tonight. Okay, we actually went to the button there. Let's get her on again. So I'm speaking to her. I'll try that again. Good evening, Stephanie. Thank you for being with Good us. Evening, Welcome Pastor. to Hope Healing. Hi. How are you tonight? I am well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you so very much for taking time to be with us tonight and share with us. Um, and uh happen to end up being actually a special tribute show to one of our members. And uh, you reached out to me earlier and just uh, offering your condolences as well. And I so thank you for being a part of this tonight. And uh and I want to kind of get uh, into, right into, uh, actually, uh, what uh, led you to write this book. And, and uh, tell us just a little bit about you. I want to share with the audience here. Uh, I will say I had the opportunity to personally meet you, uh, I guess, less than a month ago now. Uh, we were at a function. Uh, we was at a very great function there, uh, uh, the spoken word function. And uh, you were there. You had your books there. You, you got a chance to share a little bit with the audience. And I told you at that time I wanted to have you as a guest on the show. And uh, here we are tonight. You're on the show. And so uh, share with our audience tonight a little bit about you. Who is Stephanie R. Josie? And uh, uh, what is behind the Poetic Storms, My Journey Toward Peace? And actually, I do want to welcome Stephanie also um, to the show. And also, she is a member of Destiny by Choice, too. So welcome aboard, Stephanie. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, first of all, I am a born-again Christian, and I am a child of God who has been delivered from a long history of sexual abuse and depression. And um, when I finally decided to rededicate my life to Christ, I found the peace that I had been searching for in all the wrong places and in too many faces, as the cliche goes. But um, I remember being depressed as far back as the age of eight was when I first tried to commit suicide. And um, years went on. You know, there was sexual abuse, um, and I forgot a lot of the memories. And I had a really close relationship with my grandmother who was like a rock in my life as far as, you know, along with my parents. But my grandmother was especially um, a solid foundation for me spiritually. And when she became terminally ill, all of the memories that I had suppressed um, of the sexual abuse came flooding back to my mind, and I literally lost it. And I went into a deeper depression, ended up being in the hospital 
twice for 31 days at a time and you know, I spent years trying to commit suicide, and I just found no peace anywhere. And um, the only thing that brought me a little consolation was, you know, my um, spiritual foundation. I was brought up in the church, and I would write poetry to kind of escape into a different world, you know, from what I was suffering. And so the poems that I wrote, you know, gave me peace. It was in a therapeutic a therapeutic outlet, and um, once I became saved, I was looking over the poetry that I had written, and I wanted to do something to, to you know, just to show others that no matter how deep or how far down you are, there you aren't too deep where God won't reach down and pull you up out of it. And so the poetry that I, you know, I would write the poetry, but as I look back over it, it was almost as if I was having a conversation with God and he was having a conversation with me because a lot of time I would just write and put it away. And as I look back over it after years of coming out of the depression, I noticed there was a spiritual growth. And Poetic Psalms is just simply my testimony of everything I went through and how I found peace, how I searched for it in different places, and how I finally found it when I turned everything over to God and how he delivered me. So it's just a way of me, you know, just showing others that God is always there. No matter how far you go, I tried to run away. I went all over the United States, you know, just running, running, running. And I would run out of church before the, the sermon and um, just only stay for the songs. If the altar call came, I would just run. And um, so after years of running, searching for peace, I, I found it when I returned home and turned my life over to God. Wow. So when we talk about this poetic storms, definitely, you know, the many challenges uh, that you went through and the many challenges you went through. And I just want to take time to really address this because, you know, there are so many fallacies and so many uh, myths and misnomers that are out there that says to us that, well, well, you're a Christian. You're brought up in a Christian also. Surely you can't be depressed or you're a Christian and surely you can't be balanced suicidal thoughts and you're a Christian. And I, and I, I want to say this today is that uh, surely you could be a Christian and definitely uh, deal with depression and have suicidal thoughts because the enemy doesn't walk away simply because you're a Christian. Matter of fact, right. his onslaught is even greater because you are, mm-hmm. and that whenever he can find you in a vulnerable situation, he's going in for the kill. He's going in right. for that very reason to, to, to bring you out. And, and, and the interesting thing for you, and I, I want to ask this question for the sake of our audience there, because in any way did you see where one kind of one, one issue played into the other? You talk about which came first. Was it the depression or was it the sexual assault? Or did the sexual assault come as a result of the depression or did the depression come as a result of sexual assault? I think it was a combination of both. I was later diagnosed with um, a chemical imbalance in my brain, which caused the, caused the depression. But I remember being depressed when I was eight years old and right. taking overdose. And, I, and it was so – I remember taking 10 bare aspirins, which was, you know, 
proof of how naive and how young I was, thinking that ten bear aspirin was going to kill me. But I remember being well, it's going to so do a lot for your heart for sure. I mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but the yeah. thought of a young person, exactly. Mhm. So it was a combination of both because a lot of things that were happening, I blocked it out after a few years. So, you know, it was like a combination of both. You know, and, and that's important because inside of dealing with that, and you talk about as far back as eight years old, and I and I like to take mm-hmm. the time because so many times, you know, even in today's time, a lot of times people discount things that young people go through. They discount the fact that a kid could be depressed. They discount the fact yes. that a child may be going through and struggling with many things, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, inferior complexes. I like to say that when I was a kid myself, uh, I felt that I had an inferiority complex. I yeah, you I was know, from a large family. I was seven of ten, and not that they did anything to me. It's just the fact that that's what mm-hmm. I internalized. I I internalized mm-hmm. that. I internalized the fact of my insignificant. I internalized the fact I was, a, you know, I used to say I was a black sheep of the family. And somewhere along the line, the light bulb came on, and I I recognized that everybody was black, you know, in the family. But once again, for that period of time, the enemy rode that in my life. The enemy dominated that in my life. The enemy uh, definitely used that as something to do, to do so. But in your case here, out of all that you went through, you talked about the chemical imbalance, the diagnosis, and, and all the things that you went through there, there was something interesting, that even in the midst of your storms, God had already given you an outlet and a remedy. Mm-hmm. Right. Inside of your writing, and you and you said your writing initially was a way just to escape. It was another one of your forms of let me escape the reality of what I'm dealing with, and you're able to right. be in a different place because of your writing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to talk right. about it. So I write about it. And a lot of things that happen when you're younger and you know it's wrong, and someone says, you know, you better not tell anybody. Well, I was always this type of child where, like, I would say, well, technically. They didn't say not to write about it, so that's what I did. I would write. So, um, wow. And it became an outlet. But there was always um, a knowing, there was always an awareness that God can and will bring me out of anything that I was going through. I just didn't want to tap into it. I wasn't ready to tap into it. But because of my biblical foundation of faith and hope and the things that I saw my grandmother and my family and all the testimonies I used to listen to, there was an awareness that God can, and he did, bring me out of anything. All I had to do was just ask, you know. Wow. But I just kept trying uh, everything else. But there was always still that strong foundation, you know, and that that positive truth that God will heal me of anything. Well, anything. I think that's a very... That's a very important matter because of the fact that people need to know that. You know, you talk about the fact of, of, the, of the type of child you are, where you say, well, technically they didn't tell me I couldn't write. And that is something so powerful because how often do, uh, do we encounter people, everyday people, who have a hard time expressing themselves uh, uh, verbally? Uh, they cannot express themselves verbally. Oftentimes they feel trapped and stuff and almost feel like they are having an inner war inside because they cannot speak out verbally. But if they could take a pen and begin to write 
out those things. It's one of the reasons why uh, we often therapeutically, it's a therapeutic recommendation to write. Uh, Journaling is one of those things. You tell people to journal their thoughts, journal what they're feeling. It gives an opportunity to get it out. And God used that in your life as a way to not only um, write uh, for uh, to bring deliverance to yourself, but now this book has uh, has the uh, capability of bringing healing to so many others. I was reading uh, through the table of content, uh, things like silent screams and rain and, and comfort, the aftermath, wow. Uh, playing mm-hmm. church, playing with life, and you jump in anywhere, you know, where you might want to give some insight to any of those poems there. But, um, you know, uh, but it's, it's interesting. I, I love the title, Poetic Storms, um, My Journey Toward Peace. Uh, ND, I know you're with us and everything. Uh, I mean, uh, you've heard you've heard Stephanie right about now. And, um, you know, uh, uh, what would you say to that, I mean, in terms of the fact of, uh, here's an individual who, through all of the chaos, the confusion, the challenges, the depression, all those things that she went through, she found herself um, being able to find, if you would, deliverance, peace through her writing. Yeah, um, like you said, um, writing is very therapeutic. Um, a lot of times people have a hard time expressing themselves like you said, verbally, um, but you have to have an outlet. You have to be able, you know, maybe there's someone that you're not able to talk, or maybe it's something that you feel so strongly about, um, you know, you don't feel compelled to to share it with someone else. But the important thing is to get it out. Um, So I definitely commend you. Um, because a lot of people, they go through life and they hold things in, which causes the internal storm, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. So, you you know, you had a chance to release that, and, um, and that's a blessing. It just lets people know that, you know, you're not alone. You know, God mm-hmm. is always with And, you know, when I come across challenges, I always say, you know, great is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I have, like, certain scriptures that I just memorize and I just take it to heart, um, you know, to keep that connection. Um, so I definitely commend you on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Erico three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That's the number you can reach us. Uh, you're listening to Hope and Healing: A Journey to Hold Us. Uh, the lines are open up to you today. Uh, we have our special guest here, Miss Stephanie R. Josie, uh, the author of Poetic Storms: Poetic Storms, A Journey Towards Peace. And she's with us today. Uh, feel free to call in. Hit number one on your keypad if you'd like to have a question or a comment for Mrs. Josie tonight. Uh, Erico three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That is how you reach us. And we'll be right back right after this break. You listen to Open Healing and Journey to Hold Us. to the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Hope and Healing. 
A Journey to Wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And remember, you can catch this show every Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 8 o'clock p.m. Central. And give them a call tonight at 7849638 you give Jay a call right now and now back to the show I'm so very glad that you've joined us here tonight on the Soul of America Radio Network. And uh, we've had quite a show tonight. Uh, as this show has been a show that uh, has had many different facets, we are honoring and have honored uh, and will continue to honor our uh, member, our member, our administrator, uh, uh, definitely a great vital part of Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship, Diane Walker. And we're so glad uh, tonight to take an opportunity to just to honor her as she transitioned over the weekend uh, from, um, you know, from this life uh, to glory. And uh, our heart and our prayers go out to her and her family. And we're so glad uh, uh, to be able to give uh, this honor and tribute to her. We're putting together some other things as well. But we have tonight also as a special guest tonight the author. That's right, the author, uh, the advocate uh, of the book, Poetic Storms, My Journey Toward Peace, uh, Ms. Stephanie R. Josie. She is with us tonight, and she's talked about her book. She's talked about what's behind it and her battle with overcoming not only depression, sexual assault, uh, suicidal tendencies, and ideation growing up. And uh, she's talked about how, uh, how the gift of writing, uh, the desire to write when she felt that she could not do anything else became an outlet for her to be able to overcome and to strengthen her. And now this book, I'm quite sure, is going to bless others uh, tonight. And so we welcome your calls tonight, Erico 323-784-9638. If you'd like to have a comment or question for Ms. Josie, simply hit the number one on your keypad. Hit number one. That lets our engineer know that you want to come on the air, and we'll get you on the air with her. Uh, you don't have to give your name, uh, but we'd love to have you tonight uh, to um, join us tonight on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Everything. So, Ms. Josie, uh, we're back with you again. And one of the things, I, I, as, I, as I continue to skim through your book, 
everything is kind of, you know, kind of get greedy here. You know, you see one thing, then you want to jump to another one and everything because uh, it sounds good to just read over a few things here. And, um, and um, you know, it's interesting, uh, this, this part here that you talk about, uh, church search, and I don't know exactly what that poem was about, but where did that come from when you, uh, the church search? Well, I was running away from my home church, and um, every time I would move to a different city, I moved to several different cities within a few years, and every time I would move to a different city, I would search for a church. Now, although I was running from my home church, I would always compare every other church to my home church. And so I spent a period of time just searching for a church that would give me what my home church gave me, the fulfillment, you know, the sense of belonging and whatnot. Even though I was running from the church, I was still searching for another church. So that's what that was all about. And one of the churches that um, had such a positive impact on my life was when I um, stayed in Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, and I mm-hmm. visited um, Perfecting Church. Yeah, and, that's um, uh, Barbara Wannans. Pastor, yes. And so right. that, although, you know, that was the only church that kind of, you know, I had these standards, these false uh, sense of standards that I, you know, put on my on myself. And when I visited that church, there was a spiritual breakthrough that I experienced, and um, it just forever changed my life visiting that church. And so that's when things began to turn around for me spiritually. Although I didn't stay there, I, I was only there for a year or two. It, you know, that's when things began to turn around after that spiritual breakthrough that I experienced at that church. Wow. That is so interesting. I just want to comment because I'm actually going through that now. Um, Like I had a church in in West Palm, and Mm -hmm. ever since I came back to Orlando, I've just been searching for a church home. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's like you said, we, we have all these conditions, like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, looking for this or looking for that. Um, mm-hmm. And basically you you don't find it until, like you said, you have that breakthrough, that spiritual mm-hmm. breakthrough. Um, and that's what, that's where I am right now, actually. So I can definitely relate to that. And uh, then I realized that it wasn't, I'm sorry. Go right ahead. I realized that it wasn't really the church itself that I was searching for it was just that relationship with God that I needed you know and it wouldn't it's not found in the church per se it's found within you know from God so but I I experienced that breakthrough while I was um worshiping there wow you know inside of that you know and, and for so many that are listening tonight whether by internet or by way of the radio not to mention the many that will come across this and listen to the playback of this this is going to help a lot of people it's going to bless a lot of people because when we start talking about searching one of the things i thought was interesting about what you said is the fact that 
your foundation has always been part of the thing that brought you back to uh, some sense of uh, some sense of, uh, of groundedness uh, inside right. of it. it. Was your foundation in God because you were uh, because of that foundation? It brought you back to a place of understanding. Look, God is this. Uh, uh, you know, you know, God is in control of this. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, I continue to think about it like this: is that because God is in control of this, this is the thing that kept drawing you back. You kept going back to what you knew to be your foundation, because after your foundation, no telling what might have happened uh, in terms of right. uh, were and the things that you're doing. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I salute you in, in terms of that because of the fact. Uh, you know, absent of that foundation, you wouldn't have been there. And, and both you and uh, Indy said some things that are so important. You know, in that search, we know that there's some. We can tell when something is missing. We can yeah. all tell that. And and when that void is up, you know, when when that void is uh, when that void is filled. It is something that we can't even describe. And so we know that God can use persons, places, things in order to, to catapult us to that next level. And so I, I'm, just, I'm just really, uh, I'm really uh, impressed. I'm really blessed by the fact that you decided to write that because that there is going to bless a lot of people. Because there are some people that are searching for church and there are some people that are aimlessly wandering around. There's some people that are aimlessly running around because they're running away from they're running away from themselves. They're running away from their fear. They're running away from, you know, past hurts or past experiences and but I I look at it this way. We can run and we can search, but ultimately if we're really searching, we're told that seek and we shall find. And so we'll run right into the arms of God, and that's so very important tonight. We have another caller that has called in that would like to have a question or comment. A caller number ending in 7461. Good evening. You're on the air with us here, Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Uh, you're going to be on the air in just a second <laughs> and everything. Uh, caller, we're just trying to pipe you in right now and everything. Look like we're getting just a little delay in getting you on, but uh, we're going to get you on the air a caller number ending at 7461 uh, here as that is happening there and trying to get the caller on. Uh, Why not go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back right after this short break here as we get our caller on the air. You listen to Hope and Healing and Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, right here on the Solo America Radio Network. Radio. 
Gonna Get Salmon, and you know me as Selma from the TV show Good Times. And I am hanging out with Tony on the soul of American Radio. Needing strength from the Word of God. Needing the force of wisdom in a relationship. Needing a new direction to go in in an abusive situation. That's why we're here. This is the Soul of America Radio. sure if we are we actually i have lost the board where i am everything but i hope that we are on the air uh indy are you on the line yes i'm still here okay stephanie are you on the line i'm still here okay it's interesting that we are on the line (laughs) but but we can't seem to get our guests on the line hold on uh we're having that problem worked on there to get them on the line uh Stephanie, so you, your journey has taken you from has taken you from uh, Florida to Michigan, and and in between, inside of those things there, and um, and uh, would it be would would it be accurate to say that inside of each one of those journeys, so to speak, it has brought you to a different chapter of your life, a different storm, or overcoming a different situation? How how would you describe that journey? Um, it was strategically planned by God, if that's a good way to put it. Um, I went from Michigan to New Orleans to Chicago to North Carolina to Florida, you know, back and forth. And in each state, God had a way of showing me that no matter how far I ran, he was still there with me, even though... um, I was removing myself um, physically from where I thought the pain existed. He was still with me, and he had such a unique way of showing me when I got so low that I didn't think I could get up, that he loved me, that he was still there for me, that he still cared. If I didn't believe it, he would appear in my dreams. If I... Every now and then I got to the point where I would just call someone and just ask them to pray for me. And when I got to the point where I didn't even care and I didn't want prayer, I would have dreams of these certain individuals in the church praying for me. So I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, I'm, sometimes I just wanted to forget about church, forget about God, but he had a, he had a way of reminding me that he hadn't forgotten about me. Amen. Wow, 
that, that, that is so powerful because God is faithful, and that's one of the things that I say inside mm-hmm. of whatever we are going through. God is faithful inside of it. He He is faithful. He's able to bring us out. He's able to bring us through, and uh, he's able to uh, do those things that, that, that he can do. And, and sometimes it is that challenge. It's that challenge of whether or not. Will I and can I believe God in the midst of what I'm going through? Is is God relevant right now? And those are those are natural questions that people ask. You know, is God relevant? You know, uh, inside of this situation, is God relevant at this moment? And that's one of the challenges of our faith. Oftentimes, with the enemy, is the fact that uh, he can get us even in a frame of mind that we start questioning whether or not God is even relevant in our lives right now. And uh, and we have to be willing. And have to be trusting enough to know that God is relevant. He's always relevant. He never goes out of style. He's never a God that uh, disappears off the scene. He's God. And even when we feel abandoned, even when we feel confused, even when we feel that we're by ourselves, that he's with us. You know, in one of the favorite passages of scripture that says, lo, I am with you always, <laughs> you know, and uh, someone asks, well, how long is always? Well, it's always, <laughs> you know, when is always, it's, it's always, <laughs> and we have to uh, hold on to that, and that is so very important. Uh, as we're here, we're still trying to get, I think we've lost uh, connection, that's why I continue to see, make sure that we are still on the air, of course we are, if I have the two of you on, that means that we're still on the air, uh, even now. Uh, Go right and ahead, I just want to back on what you guys said. Um, what 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 I've learned is that once we stop, because usually we're so busy with life, um, and especially women, you know, we're we're so busy taking care of everyone else. You know, we're taking care of our husbands, our loved ones, our children, you know, our parents, and you know, our friends, our families. Um, and I just think like once we actually stop you know, for for a second and just, you know, talk to God. You know, talk to God like you're talking to your best friend. And he'll reveal those things that you need and those things that you're seeking. Um, so that, you know, to me that's just very important. And it, you know, just to piggyback on, on you know, what you said earlier, Stephanie, um, so that's spiritual, that revelation. It's just... Um, you just have to, you know, take time out to just listen to God because he's always speaking to us. It's just mm-hmm. up to us to just take time out to listen. Wow. And that is such a true statement inside of that. Stephanie, I, I'm going to say something. You know, it's interesting that the title of your book is Poetic Storms, but in many ways, in the many ways, your your poems have been like a poetic umbrella. <laughs> it is It is shielded you. From so much, it has protected you from so much. It is, it has prevented further injury and harm, and uh, and and for so many, and I have to say this, uh, for so many that are dealing with things, even as we speak, so many find themselves in a place where they haven't found that outlet, they haven't found that place of peace, they haven't found that place of harmony, they haven't found that place in which they can really function. Uh, what would you say to them tonight? I would say don't give up on God because he will never give up on you. And um, even after you've been delivered, the devil will try to trick you into believing that you haven't been delivered. He would try to keep the symptoms of your depression around 
but you have to believe and trust that you have been healed. You have to believe and trust that you've been delivered, and you have to step on the devil's neck and tell them to get thee behind you in the name of Jesus. And when you say that with authority and when you say, Lord, I believe that I am healed, devil, get thee behind me, you have no place here, he will flee. And you have to just stand firm on the word and just don't give up. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You, you hit it right on the head there. And so many need to hear that message today. We're still dealing with some technical difficulties, and I really want to be able to get the caller that's on the air, on, on the air, um, you know, I really want to do that tonight, and we haven't gotten the, we have not gotten it back up as of yet. Um, hey Jay, uh, this is Tony. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt the show. I'm 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 got you on the board, so you just go ahead. I do have the tribute for Diane whenever you're ready. Wow. Well, we're 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 at 10:24. I'm not sure if we're able to extend at all inside of this. I want to get the tribute on and. Uh, there's a caller uh, who, uh, that was holding that was wanting to get on number starting with area code seven two seven. I can't even see the board at at this point, but I do. They're home. You want to talk to them? They're open. Okay, and then uh, perhaps we can still get the tribute again. Got uh, five minutes left that. in the show. Okay. All right. Uh, how long is the tribute? Because I want to make sure that it's we five can... minutes, but we can go over, but we'll lose the uh, the the phone audience. I think. Uh, last time I was able to keep the phone audience, I just wasn't. Hey, well, we'll lose the internet. The they were hearing it on the archives, though. Oh, okay, great. Everything. Caller, uh, you're on the, is he on the air now? That call on the air right now? Yes, in the um, 761. Hello? 7461. Yes, welcome hello? to the journey to Yes, good evening. Good evening. Um, I just wanted to say to Miss Josie that um, I commend her for the book. I have read the book. It is an inspiration, and it it will help so many with healing and and overcoming demons. Um, and I just thank her for the book. I just thank her for the inspiration. She tells so many people's story. It's not just her story. It's my story and so many people that I know. And um, I just want to say she is a true inspiration. Oh, thank, thank you, you so, much. so much. Powerful. Well, God you know what? You. Uh, we said earlier that the, the word says that we, are, that we overcome them by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. And listen, you have put the words of your testimony inside of poetry. And as the caller just said, that testimony is not just yours. So many will relate to that and all those things there. So tell us tonight, how can they get your book? How can they get a hold of your book tonight? You can find my book on Amazon.com, and it's also available at all of the um, main bookstores, BarnesandNoble.com, BooksAmillion.com. Um, you can call your local library, and they will order it for you also. But if you want to get it to your home quicker, you can go to Amazon.com and type in Poetic Storms by Stephanie wow. Jones. Well, and that definitely. link is actually on the Destiny by Choice um, to Fellowship page, by the way. Okay, From great. The- so that's another way to get it. Thanks. That, that, was, that was quick. <laughs> so that is great. 
Well, Stephanie, we are so glad to have had you on tonight, and we are going to get you back again. Uh, we are going to get okay. you back in again because I, I want to talk a little bit further with you with the book, and, I, and I'm excited about it. I'm elated about it. I think it has great content. I think it, it is an outlet to so many. It's going to bless a lot of people who are going through because a lot of times people suffer in silence, and they never, right. ever get it out. And that's part of what that's part of your whole uh, your whole reasoning for the book is the fact of being able to break that silence, and uh, you broke it in a very big way. So once again, we applaud you. Uh, we applaud you in uh, what you're doing, and that God may continue to bless your efforts. And uh, thank you for being a part of us. Thank you for being a part of Destiny by Choice too, Fellowship Page. Thank you for uh, your message. Thank you for what you're doing in terms of uh, empowering lives, and you're shaping destinies, and you're empowering people uh, that in many cases might feel like they don't have a hope. Thank you once again, and uh, inside okay. of that. So, uh, uh, if I had the applause button near me, I would say, "Give her a hand." <laughs> oh, yes. Give thank her you a hand. all. The praise and honor belongs to God. Yes, thank you so much. There you go. <laughs> we still got the hand clap. Well, as we're coming to the end of the show tonight, uh, you're listening to Hope and Healing, wholeness. But as we leave tonight. We want to leave with a special tribute to our past member, uh, our administrator, our family, Diane Walker. So at this time, this audio tribute of her in time past with us, thank you so very much uh, for listening to us tonight, Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. And, uh, Jay, I'd like to add, we have 58 seconds left. If you're listening on the Internet and you want to hear the tribute, go ahead and dial 323 323- Seven eight four nine six three eight right now, and you'll hear it, or you can hear it on the archives. But we're going to lose you in about forty-five seconds. Okay, and that's for those that are on the internet. Uh, good evening, Pastor Jay. This is Diane from Destiny by Choice. Hey, Diane. First of so all, glad to have you on with us. I'd like to thank you for your subject because I have been a victim of domestic violence. I was married for eight years, and for seven of those eight years, my husband alienated me from my family. He did everything and anything and everything he could. And I took it because the way I was brought up was like it was your wifely duty. You didn't speak about it. You know, the husband was allowed to do certain things to you, and you didn't say anything about it. And it took for him to threaten to do something to one of my girls for me to to make a move to get out of there. And so it was so hard for me to be able to talk about this for years. But I felt found out that by me speaking on it, it helped somebody else to keep them from having to go through this. Is that what is it that finally was the uh, was the tipping point that caused her to get out of that abusive relationship? Diane, thank you so very much. Share with us if you would. You're welcome. Well, um, prior to my marriage, I had been sexually abused by my, what I thought was my father, who turned to be my stepfather from the age of 12 to my senior year in high school. The particular night that made me decide to get out of there was that he wanted to do something sexually to me that my stepfather used to force me to do. And he knew all about the situation, and I didn't want to do it. And he said, in passing, if I can't get it from you, I'll get it from your daughter. What is she? Um, 11 now. And when he said that, 
I knew what I had going through, and I wasn't about to put my kids through it. So I, the next morning, I just got up like I was going to church because my grandfather was having a, they were having a memorial service for my grandfather at senior that morning. We just left doing the clothes on our backs and never went back because I was determined not to allow my kids to be a part of any of what I had gone through. Wow. You know, and I think that the abuse that I received as a child had a lot to do with me staying in that marriage and receiving the abuse from my husband as well. I didn't know where I was going, but I just knew I wasn't going back there. Wow. Wow. And that morning, he had, like, um, three $100 bills on the dresser and uh, nothing smaller. And I'm not a material person. And I just took one of the $100 bills and left. And when I got to church, I called the girlfriend of mine and asked her if me and the girls could come and see with her. And she said, yeah. And um, that was a done deal. Wow. Was the girlfriend in that vicinity, or were you concerned about him coming to no. look for you or finding you? Or, or well, he didn't point? know where she lived. Right. He okay. hadn't known where she lived. He, he followed me at one time, and um, because I did go by the house to pick up some things for the girls when I thought he was at work, and one day he just happened to be in the hiding out, and when I left there and jumped in the cab, he followed me. And when I realized he was behind me, I ran into the apartment and called the cops, and they came and got us and took us out of the neighborhood. But I knew I wasn't going back under no circumstances. I would tell him that it is by no means easy, but after you take that first step, it gets easier. And when you talk about doing it for the kids and staying in a certain situations because of kids, you know, you'd be surprised how much it affects the kids because they know exactly what's going on. They see it and they hear it. And it hurts them. Even if they've never been hit, they, they feel every hit. They see everything that goes on. And it hurts them physically and mentally without them being hit at all. So if you're going to do anything, if you love your children, please do something to help them. If you don't want to help yourself, help your children. Hey, thank you for the tribute tonight. We're still on. We're still uh, on um, the phone, and I want to thank you for this show. It was wonderful. I never met her personally, but I did. I was a part of the group, and I did see her. She was very motivational, and uh, she touched my life tremendously. So uh, on behalf of the Soul of America Radio, you know, we're we're in prayer for her and her family. You know, Tony, I'm almost speechless. Uh, First of all, tremendous job, absolutely tremendous job on that tribute. I mean, literally, I mean, when she came on, I almost thought she was a caller calling in right at the present moment. Uh, I know ND is probably speechless over there because I am. Um, yeah, she she seemed to um, always there. I, as I was going back through the uh, Destiny by Choice page to try to find this, in which I want to tell the callers it's May twentieth. 
2013. So if you're wanting to hear the complete audio, you can get the app, and you can go to May 20th, 2013, and listen from your phone, and you can hear the entire show tonight uh, if you want to. Or you can go on to Radio and hear the entire audio. But uh, it was a moving testimony, and I remember that night. Uh, uh, it tugged at me listening to her just now because it brought back the chills I felt when she uh, when she said, and, and and you know, Jay, it's almost like her message was so powerful that, like you said, it it spawned a rash of other callers. Absolutely, you know. And then indeed, I mean, just look at it. Then Indy tell us tonight that she talked with her after that, and she says to her that she had never she had never openly shared that before, mm-hmm. and she was moved that night to share it. And, wow, her one act of obedience opened up a whole floodgate of people who came on and they began to share their testimonies. And interesting enough that we have Stephanie R. Josie on tonight who talks about her talks about her childhood and her history of sexual assault as well. And I can recall during that time because this spurred, and there was other people that called in who talked about their issues of that. And so, you know, it's interesting that that that, that Oh, wow, that there's even healing, and there there's healing that comes even through a testimony, something so painful, however, can become such a, a liberating, uh, sharing it, and you're overcoming it, becomes liberating to others, and I tell you, listen, I am, I am, I'm almost speechless, I'm, I'm nearly, I'm literally brought to tears, you know, um, just even in the part I'm reminded when she says that when it came to my baby, it was time. When it came to my daughter, it was time to go then. It was no other question. And you heard that mother in her that says, look, uh-uh, no, no. When it came to her child, it was the tipping point and um, the passion and that what she I had. Know, mm-hmm. yeah. And what I go know right ahead, about Diane is that she's very, very passionate about her daughter. And her, fa- you know, her family, you know, as a whole, but especially her daughters. Her daughters are were everything to her. Um, so uh, I'm just at a loss of words. Um, thank you so much, Tony, for finding that and and sharing that. With us. Yeah, it was we'll a pleasure. Her family knows. Yeah, we'll we'll make sure her family knows, and uh, whatever way we can, I don't know. Um, uh, we're able to uh, put it on the Destiny by Choice 2 page uh, or remind them, uh, send them back to that link there. And I, I definitely would, with the tribute that you've done tonight, uh, Tony, I definitely would love for that to be on the Destiny by Choice 2 page because those are the people who knew her from that circle and uh, and those that, you know, that might not have ever heard her speak, but they saw her words, you know, from her posting and things. Uh, this is just tremendous. So i uh, once again, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate all of you. This is what the Soul of America Radio Network does. It is a family, and uh, it is a family. It's a family like Destiny by Choice, too. It's a family. It's part of that one big family that is about empowering. It's about encouraging. It's about it's about uplifting. We believe that we ought to always leave people better than where we found them. We believe that uh, uh, our lives count for something because we're not called to be thermometers. We're called to be thermostats. We believe that we change, uh, that we are able and we're, we're called to change the environment. So once again, thank you so very much tonight. And um, uh, Indy, I told you, you're natural. Uh, thank you for hanging in there with us tonight. And 
uh, uh, Tony, as always, uh, uh, you, you've always yes have totally uh, you always exceed our expectation, uh, making sure that uh, you know that uh, people are receiving the best and and broadcasts and programming and. We're blessed for that, and once again, I remind everyone that's listening, uh, and even if you're listening by way of archive, every Tuesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time, the Tony Stalin Show, right here on the Soul of America Radio Network, Erico 323-784-9638. You can reach him. You don't want to miss it. Insightful, impactful, and most definitely, it's life-changing. And until next week, this is J.R. Thicklin, along with Indy Harlem and Tony Stalin. We're bidding you a good night. Be safe. And remember, there's no excuse for abuse. Don't have much to-